Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a no podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the About Last Night show. You're hearing Collective Soul in the background. Why? Because we like smiling. Because why the fuck not? Exactly, Adam Ray. Collective Soul is one of those bands that... I was thinking about this the other day, actually. I was like, God, what? Like, there's certain songs that... First of all, Another Night, Another Dream by The Real McCoy. <laughs> you know that song? <laughs> another Night, do I, Another... Do, do I have it? Yeah, you're about to pull it up. I... Yeah. I think I want to walk down to the aisle to that song. <laughs> I'm starting to think I'm not getting close to marriage, but I'm starting to think about things that I'm going to want because the more weddings that I attend, the more I go, I don't want to do what's done, man. Totally I just, true. I want, right? I want it to be, I want to, I don't know, man. I want to put my own spin on it, like anything. Like, you know, it, uh, and, I, and I won't be able to walk away going, talking about like, fuck, that was weird. Also, I just don't, it's going to, I don't want to take the emotion out of it. Like, I want to cry. I want it to be, but I also don't want, I mean, I also shit, man. I don't, maybe I don't want to cry. I want to cry looking There's back something. at stuff. I want to cry when I look back when we're getting a divorce going, fuck, man. <laughs> we walked out of the aisle to another night, another dream. How did we not fucking write it out? Yeah, this is not me downloading. This is not me downloading. This is not me going to YouTube. This is on my iTunes. Is it really? This is on my iTunes. Oh, Look, this, is, this is why we're friends, man. See? It's all, it's all, that's on my iTunes. Hey. How could you not bob your head to this one? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the bride and groom. And I'll get the let's get ready to rumble guy to do it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. No, no, no. Get the, uh, do the announcer from uh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. It's Adam Ray's wedding <laughs> with Adam Ray. <laughs> and uh, also featuring also- Brad Williams. <laughs> yeah, you'll be the, my ring bear. <laughs> Darn right. Yeah, wait, wait. Featuring Adam Ray and his wife. To be named later. No, no, no. We got to come up with it. <laughs> okay. Michelle Trachtenberg. She's a celebrity. All right. Yeah, she's not, hey, she's not bad. No, no, no. Yeah, you never know. Annie Lennox. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's good. Actually, you know what? No, maybe it'd be um, Alanis Morissette. Oh, Alanis Morissette. Because then we could do a. Because I would love to sing a duet with my with my wife, with my honey, with my boo bear. <laughs> See, what's going to be your nickname for your for your sweetheart? Oh, oh yeah, because you always have those nicknames. You always have nicknames, and I feel like they change when people are like twenties. It's like they you are know, like babe and yeah, it's babe and sweetheart, Pookie and cinnamon all, all twist that. and <laughs> cinnamon twist, nipple fuck. So, yeah, it sounds like flavors of fruit by the foot. <laughs> cinnamon twist. Oh no, oh, I thought nipple fuck was that where you got well, the fruit by the that's foot. O- that's 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 obviously where I was going. Who 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 wouldn't want boysenberry nipple, nipple fuck? fuck. <laughs> boysenberry nipple fuck. That sounds like a gay porn nickname. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend's gay. He loves watching gay porn with that gay porn star. Yeah, uh, yeah. Boysenberry nipple. Boysenberry fuck. nipple. Fuck. He Woo! loves it. Uh, <laughs> no, but what? Like, what song would you walk down to the aisle? Oh my god. Uh, see, I would do it because I I plan on being very wealthy. That's yeah. that's my deal. You're I'm, going to be. I'm gonna be rich as shit. So, oh, so you're gonna hot you kid. So you would not only have the real McCoy playing live. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you would have Justin Bieber dancing to the real McCoy, even though he won't know what that is. Right, 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 right. Isn't that sad? Justin Bieber doesn't know what real McCoy is. Bieber isn't living a full life. But he is coming out with a second movie I just saw. Some previous four. Yeah, in Christmas. It's called, like, what? Believe or something. Of course it is. Dude, enough people are believing in you right now, dude. <laughs> you're coming out with another movie, and you're not even 20. You have you have. I just came out with my first movie, and you're 10 years, <laughs> and I was kind of in it. And you have your own movie. No, this would be this would be my this would be my wedding song that I that I that I would, that I would walk. Please down say it's all for one. I Better. Swear. Here we go. That's what I would sing. You recognize this song? Is this Huey Lewis in the news? No, it should be. Oh, this is Hulk Hogan's theme music. Oh my God! I would come. This down. also sounds like the music when they for like some Hot Wheels commercial from the eighties. <laughs> Like, get the new Razor Scooter Hot Wheels. Jump through the hoop of fire. Jump over the ring of magic and into the pool of death. You and your friends can... But this is what you would walk down the aisle to. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. Would you walk down the aisle with Hulk Hogan? I would hope so. Or you know what? You'd walk down the aisle and then you would look up in the corner and he'd be standing up like on a hill. And he'd just look down at you and he'd give you a salute like, congratulations, brother. <laughs> wow, why that song? Because when I was a kid growing up in the 80s and wrestling was big, I loved that Hulk Hogan. I, to, to this day, I still get chills when I hear the Hulk Hogan do theme you, song. Do you really? I do. Like, okay. Wow. So, so like, okay, you, you know how you cry to, like, some Dave Matthews bad songs? No. <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Don't put on Crash. <laughs> uh, but that was like a mouse. That was a dwarf that. version of Crash. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Yo, a dwarf Dave Matthews cover band? Dwar- dwarf <laughs> Ma- the Dwarf Matthews band? No, but I think you sing it normally. I think you sing it normally. You just guys just have many instruments. And just do the Dwarf Matthews band? Dude, because you doing the Dave Matthews dance... What? Oh, oh yeah, when you kind of like shuffles. He does, like, yeah, he's got it's that crazy like, feet action. Yeah, it's kind of like it, it's it's kind of like if, if you try to do the Axl Rose snake dance, but you have a stroke midway. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's when a you, great way to describe. That's it. when you get the Dave Matthews dance, and well, because they have little kiss. They, they have really? yeah. They, yeah oh, okay, I have a story about that. All right. Uh, <laughs> Did you get brought up on stage? <laughs> yes. Did you really? We were in New Jersey. I was opening up for Mencia, and. Um, a uh, little kiss was in the same hotel. We were at the B- Borgata Casino. Yeah, it's a great venue. Uh, please book me again, because uh, <laughs> obviously the CEO listens to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, he's got to. Yeah, obviously, what else is he going to do? <laughs> beat, <laughs> beat his. <laughs> beat his. Well, I got a couple of different go, options. I can go, go improv here. class. Yeah. Come on! No, no, but I was, gonna, you know, the first thing I was going to say, beat his wife. But I don't want to say that, right? Which, by the way, Louis C.K. just came up with this great bit about wife beaters. That, that's what I was trying to remember. When I was telling you the other night about how he saw all new material. Oh, he was just like, dude. Louis? He's like, we take this shirt. He's like, and we call. He's like, people casually are just like, yeah, I'm wearing my wife beater. He's like, a a fucking terrible act of violence against <laughs> women. He's like, that's how he talks about at that time how little. Like power women had that we had a right. shirt named after beating the shit out of them, right? <laughs> that we would wear, that they would wear. Oh my god! Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. So I was doing the Borgata Casino with Mencia, and we found out because Mencia was playing the the big theater, and then I don't know if it was Mini Kiss or Tiny Kiss or Little Kiss because there's three like there's three different cover bands, there's three different midget Kiss cover bands. 
I mean, that seems I, like the, the market's getting saturated at that point. <laughs> you would think, but the demand is so high. Is so high. Is, uh, that, is, that gonna, short, is that a short joke? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. The yeah, demand is so high? Yeah, oh. You don't even realize it. You've got I, so many puns and quick I zingers coming I just fire them out, dude. Your, your zinger rate, by the way, if you really sat down, like I, I would like to uh, – the next podcast was just you and I. We're going to have mm-hmm. a game where I have topics, and yeah. I'm going to see how many you can fire off. Because oh. you are rapid fire. you got a quick brain for the, for the quick jokes. Thank which you, Which is why you should write for the roasts. I hope so. That'd be nice. But uh, like, we're, I'm, we yeah. might even do that at the end of this podcast. So <laughs> just stay tuned. Fire, just fire out topics. So stay tuned. All right. Yeah, so you're at the Borg, Borgata Casino. And we find out that, because uh, a lot of casinos have a big room and like a smaller room for smaller like lounge acts. And uh, Mini Kiss is in the smaller room where like, you have to open up for us. Like, you have you have to bring me on stage. So, and we they had time like in between shows. So they ran up on stage. All four members of Mini Kiss, and it w- I, like I couldn't have envisioned this. If, if you gave me the best acid in the world, it would not have been as good as this moment. Because they run up on stage, and like the drummer goes, "You wanted the best. You got the best. The best little comedian in the world, Whoa. Brad Williams." And he does it like as Gene Simmons. I'm just like, "Oh my god!" Now I can't go on stage because I have an erection. <laughs> like it was wow. so good. And uh side note, um the singer of uh Mini Kiss, um actually a female little person. And uh I would be lying if I said I did not sleep with that woman. Whoa. That's the lead right. singer of Mini Kiss? The lead singer of Mini Kiss, my friend. Good for you. How many cover band I dwarf t- fucks <laughs> do you have in your um, wallet? I have um I have Mini Huey Lewis. Uh, <laughs> As you will. Wow. Do you have mini CNC Music Factory? Damn right. Or mini, uh, oh man. I have uh, mini LaBouche. Mini LaBouche, <laughs> which is coincidentally is where you can pay a dwarf to do to you in Vegas after they give you a jelly munchkin. Uh, I'll take the mini LaBouche. I'll take the mini LaBouche. Uh, do you have a mini hootie? Gotta have a mini hoodie. Gotta have a mini hoodie. Or a, uh, <laughs> maybe a. Uh, oh, but, it, and, I, and to answer your question. Yes, I told her to keep the makeup on. <clears throat> Damn right. Jesus, of course you did. <laughs> wow. Well, you have a fetish. Here's the thing is I want to get mad when I'm out uh, in public and I see another female little person and every and the whole like all the people around us stop because they feel like they're watching something from the Discovery Channel like, hey, we're watching the mating <laughs> habits of the North American fighting dwarf. Or <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever. Like, like, we're just about to bone each other. And for me, it's like, I, I want to get mad, but I can't because I'm looking at that dwarf chick like, I will totally fuck that dwarf chick. Sure. Like, I'm going to make that happen. And, and, and I know I can because I'm like top four or five Dwarf celebrities? Yeah, you, no, you're higher than that. We well, discussed this the other day. Um, uh, do do we do it on the Steve O podcast? No, we did it with uh, with Julia White. Oh, okay, yeah, we yeah. We just yeah, shot yeah. a pilot with which we will talk about. Yeah, uh, uh, but I said Willow was number one for me for a long time. Warwick Davis, right? But you know he's been bumped. He's right. been bumped. You have you have filled his uh, high chair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have filled. I have, I have, in the words of David Tell, you have filled the baby shoes. <laughs> Yeah. I feel the baby shoes are well. Boy, I tell last night, uh, I saw him. You know, he went up at the comedy store after. He went up before me at the improv, okay. and I closed it out. And then I went to the store for my late spot. And he was there. He was there, and he went up t- before, too. And I just, I, by that point, I was so beat, man. And I was just, um, uh, but he went up for a while. And But he's great. He he just, cr- dude, he's just so good, man. And he's he even crowded. apologized at the improv. He's like, sorry, I went on so long. It's like, and but you're like, David Dell. Yeah, man, you had so much... 
What was the thing he said about? Uh, oh, he was just so many zingers. What do you say? He goes to the um, the it, Polish it, woman. He goes, uh, oh yeah, there's a Polish woman who had a thick Polish accent. Uh, fuck, I, I see. That's I kind of the thing because so but many the, quick the, zingers. Yeah, there were so many. He is responsible. Now this I do remember. He is responsible for the best comeback to a heckler. Yeah, I've ever heard. Yeah. And he goes, you look like you just got divorced to somebody or like, the, or, yeah, right. the buddy, they have frizzy hair and disheveled. And, it's, uh, yeah. Oh, oh he God. goes, he goes to the, the dad. He goes, he goes, you look like you're a, uh, you moved out here in the eighties to find a daughter. Or you look like you just moved out here because you had a daughter in the eighties that, that you're looking for a daughter who came out here in the eighties to strip. Right. You have that look of a dad who's coming to look for his daughter. <laughs> I'm butchering it, but you get what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I saw him one time at the Irvine Improv, and uh, this drunk woman was just heckling. Like, and, by, and by the way, side note, that's when you know that you're a great comic, when other comics – because <clears throat> last night at the, at the Hollywood Improv, when, when, when we saw him, how many comics were lining the back? Oh, yeah. Just watching a, just watching a tell. Oh, yeah. He's so damn good. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's, do, he's, he's doing his thing, and he gets this, and he gets this heckler, and he, sh- and he shoots her down one time. But then, of course, she's drunk, so she doesn't know. So she tries again. And she yells out something incoherent, like, hey, well, you, but Wrigley Field don't have nothing. Go on, potty bus. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. And Dave just stops, looks at her, and goes, all I heard was come, come, gurgle, gurgle, and the sound of a father crying. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, that oh, kills dude. me. dude. So good. And, uh, yeah, it, it was just, it, and the one thing about this this business is that, and like you were talking about when you saw Louis the other night, is that we're still fans. Oh yeah, dude. Like we're comics. Well, because sure. it's, yeah, it's still. But we got into it because we like comedy. Also, it's fun to watch the the to be lucky enough to be in a place where the pros come here and that we can be on the same shows with, dude. Yeah. I it's funny now that I don't even think twice about. It. Well, that's not true. I still do get uh, get off on on um, a tell popping in and going like, oh cool, I get to go on after him. Yeah. Like, and now what's really great, quite honestly, is being in a place to where you're like. Cool, I get to go on after him. Not like fuck, I got to follow a tell. Right. How am I going to deal with this? I was about to ask you I, that. Like, w- w- did that thought ever come into your head? Like, for fuck, sure, a little, I have to go well, on. Well, after for him. sure, a little bit. Like, you know, I've the I, first time I had to follow somebody big was at the Improv uh, mm-hmm. after Aziz. When Aziz, who is still uberly yeah. popular, but sure. like when he his, when his, you know, there's always the initial pop that's really right. uh, just going to be different than you know now. Then it's now it's just maintaining. Mm-hmm. But when he first really was blown up and he popped into the Improv and people would go ape shit. Yeah, and he murdered. And I was like, "Wow, I gotta fucking go up next." And they right. said, "Cause and uh, and I went up and I just I got up there and I was like, you know, man, like I just told him to tell myself, I was like, you're a different voice. You're talking about different shit. Like, just do mm-hmm. what you do." And and uh, and it went fine. And from then on out, I was like, "All right, I think I can hang." And then I had to follow Dane once, and that was a little trickier because he had um, was that the last factory? This is when Dane first came back at the Improv, and so okay. he was still um, uh, he. Um, He's just talking about a really some dark stuff, and it wasn't yeah. um, is the upbeat brightness that that we would expect, and people sure. were getting used to that. Oh, so the my, energy that, got dropped down a little. That's bit. my favorite time to see Dane. Sure, oh, I'm so I, raw, dude. I, I and this is what I, and this is what I tell people when they say like, "Oh, did Dane, did, you know, do you know Dane Cook?" And I'm like, "Yeah, he's I, I've seen him, and I I think he's funny as hell because uh, I love it when you see him at the clubs because I understand that when he does the big theaters, he has to." use huge facial expressions and massive body movements and just crazy stuff because he's playing to 16,000 people. That's right. what you have to do to reach the back of the row. Right. 
I love it when he's just in the club and he and he hasn't done those things yet, and he's trying to see what jokes just work on their own. So, yep. he's, so he's just firing them out, and he's just seeing, okay, is this funny? The, the, the same way Chris Rock, when he's doing a theater, does the pace and the inflection yeah. and the, you know, you, you you should never hit a woman, but he, but I understand, you know, yeah. and he's got yeah, yeah. The, the 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 pauses and all and all that like. But you love seeing Chris Rock when he's just like, all right, let's throw some shit out there. Yeah. And and let's see what happens. And oh, yeah. He went up with a notepad at the comedy store about five years ago when I was two years in. And, oh and of God, course, I went yeah. on Facebook and was like, I opened for Chris Rock. That's so funny. That's so funny you say that. I did the same thing. Dude. Yeah, because. does it. Cause, yeah, because. You but you know what, man? You're a young comic. You don't know. You need the. Dude, you, have, you know you have such a long way to go. And uh, the, the problem with young comics, they want to be so good so quick and they want the accolades and they want recognition sure. because they just want to be accepted. They want people to validate that what they're doing. Isn't a waste of time. Right, is a big part of it, and so I think I posted. And people were like, "That's amazing, you're doing it, man." And so yeah. I'm like, "I am doing it." Yeah. And deep down, I was like, "Wow, you're not. You know, you got a long ways to go, but you could be Dane Cook, yeah. Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld, whatever. But you still have to do what all the comics do, whether you're an open micer or a Seinfeld. You still have Which to go on blow stage. the Booker. Oh yeah. yeah. No. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. All right. Uh, you give well. ja- you give Jamie Assad a, a a hand job or a, a blue <laughs> blueberry nipple fucker. Nipple fucker. Uh, <laughs> chunky boogaloo from past podcasts. <laughs> We're, we we need to have a chart up on the wall of like all the some of these things we've said from past podcasts. Oh, just the past references. But then we'll, uh, at, at some point, this podcast will have to be re- retitled the uh, the Callback Show, <laughs> where all we do is reference things from just other like, shows. Hey, remember this TV Which show? I think we do we anyway. Would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 do that anyway. And talk, and talk about meeting your heroes. Uh, and we just t- we just touched upon it. We just did a pilot with uh, Jaleel White, who's been on this podcast twice. You can go back through the archives and hear him. Yeah, twice. he killed and, on both. He's got Space Jam stories and Michael Jordan stories. And yeah, Family Matter. And you bu- know. And by the way, we got the pilot because of the podcast. Yeah. Because he was on it and thought, wow, these guys are really fun and it's really It's crazy really how that funny. all happened, yeah. And, yeah. and basically our role on this uh, show is basically bringing the vibe of what we do here to the show and, mm-hmm. and uh, covering a lot of topics from uh, you know, Instagram comments and, and how that uh, – the breakdown of what uh, – you know, the protocol for a guy on how to be you know, creepy sure. and complimentary. And <laughs> not going to give too much away, but it's right. – uh, it's a really fun show, and Julius. It's so funny, man. He's he said he never really has hosted before, other than co-hosting The View once, and then his show for Total Blackout. But dude, he's a natural man. He's so yeah. likable. I was telling him, I go, dude, you got to be likable and you got to listen well to be a good host. And you, you do too extraordinarily. We both had we both had a moment because when we were when we were discussing this show that we did with him, oh, we went to his condo. We went to his condo and Marina we walked, Del Rey, we, we walked on the water. this condo in this be- beautiful condo Gorgeous. on the water. Me and Marina Del Rey. Marina Del Rey yeah. and <laughs> uh, and we see it and it, we're in awe and then you and I both had the same moment where we scan the room and <laughs> yeah. what is on the shelf yeah. on in in the midst of all of his daughter's toys the Urkel doll the Urkel doll he Urkel has doll the Urkel I, doll that I owned I wish it's got to be somewhere in, in a pile of clothes somewhere we're, we we see an Urkel doll in the home of Steve Urkel and you and I both shared a glance of like. What the fuck? Yeah, like this is the coolest like a, moment of our like careers. We, yeah, yeah, like we, like we've gotten, we both gotten standing ovations, met heroes, d- done amazing things in this business. But seeing, being in Urkel's house, seeing an Urkel doll, that yeah. may be the top for me. You know what one of my buddies said? He goes, "Dude, did you ever dream that at one point you'd be uh, uh, in Urkel's house with a midget?" And I go, <laughs> well, "Wow!" Like he goes, I, "When you were, t- he goes, did ten year old Adam ever think that was possible?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "If somebody had told you someday." 
I was like, I don't know, man. Well, I hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the goal of all actors. I had dreams. Yeah, sure. That was a bucket list item. Absolutely. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was, uh, I think it's going to turn out great, man. Yeah, and the, the thing is for this pilot is, uh, we had to dress, um, nicely. Yeah, it's because it's for Esquire, the network that used to be G4, which is now yeah. Esquire, and they, uh, you know, they've got a um, reputation of being quite fashionable. Yeah. And we were we look fucking good, dude. I, I'm not going to lie. We were pulling it off. We had, like, skinny ties and checkered shirts, checkered shirts and, and, uh, and shoes. and steam, They steamed down our jackets. Yeah. And, and like... Look at us. That's how unfancy we are, by the way. You just right. go, and shoes. And shoes. <laughs> like, per, you know, maybe specify, like, really nice shoes because people were, you know... Right. Because like, we're used to T-shirts and jeans. You're the guy who... who when I wear we, a puffy vest on stage. And when we... And I would have worn Feig, it. Yeah. You, you were wearing a Reading Rainbow T-shirt, yeah. <laughs> so it's like that—that's the fashion style well, of, of, of Mr. Adam yeah. Ray. <laughs> I want to let him know that butterflies in the sky, I can go twice as high. And uh, <laughs> like that, like that's what we do. By the and, way, that's going to be on my tombstone. Oh, I hope so. And that's also what when, when the uh, again part of my wedding to get back to that the craziness, <laughs> walking down to another night, another dream, and then I'm gonna when he's gonna go. Do you have anything to say to your bride? I'm gonna go. I swear. <laughs> I'm going to sing two verses of All for Ones, and then when he's going to say, read your vows, I'm going to go, butterflies in the sky, I can go twice as high, take a look, it's in a book, reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. And then just add like, and it's also I'll, in your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and bring it all back. In your heart, the same way that you would do in bed after fortune cookies, just add <laughs> in your heart to any of your vows. No, what was that? We were making that joke. Uh, when we were in uh, when, when we were when we were in Mexico, uh, that Jack Johnson couldn't yeah. say anything in, in his songs as long as he. Do you know I started it. doing that joke on stage for a while? And, oh, you did? And, yeah, um, uh, because uh, it fits into all my music stuff about yeah. how, and also because I. I'm talking about like the guys who get women with their lyrics, and like right. well, sometimes you don't have to make sense; you just have to have a soothing voice, like Jack Johnson. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we were on the beach when we were talking about that. It yeah. was like you know, and we we just we just figured out that Jack Johnson can sing anything, but then as long as he ends it with something beach related, the beach. yeah, yeah, then, then it, it was just then like you know, then, uh, then it unicorns good. and pubic hairs, uh, <laughs> uh, tiny midgets on your stairs. Uh, and pe- uh, and <laughs> and nipple flavored pancakes on the beach. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, beat your wife. <laughs> beat your wife. Beat your wife. With with a spoon. Nine eleven jokes are never too soon. <laughs> but I just want to go home and feel the sand between my toes. Yeah, that's what it was. Man. <laughs> Nothing beats the sand on my feet. I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And he could and and he could do that. Yeah. See, that's I drown your doggy <laughs> in the pool. Uh, <laughs> I'll kiss your face when you drool. When you when a woman talks about her dream wedding, it's like it's got to be perfect. It's got to be the dress, and, the, and my dad's gonna walk me down the aisle, and the music, and the vows, and the flowers, and everything. And guys are like, I just want to do something memorable. Like I just want to do something funny oh, yeah. and something memorable. Like I'm definitely gonna do a cartwheel down the aisle. Have you seen that before? You haven't seen that shit happen. No, before. I would love to see you do that. You haven't seen a love- dwarf in a tuxedo do a cartwheel, have you? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see it if you ever come to my wedding. Someone someone ever locks this shit down. <laughs> it's gonna happen. What uh what song we didn't talk about this? What song are you gonna come down to the aisle to? Oh, I, I said uh the the uh, Hulk Hogan theme song. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 
Hulk Hogan's theme song. It's gonna happen. I think you should pop out of your own cake. (laughs) (laughs) You're definitely popping out of my cake. With sparklers? Yeah, with sparklers. Wearing the uh, wraparound bow tie, but nothing else. (laughs) You're damn right. I don't want naked dwarf dick in my cake. (laughs) (laughs) Naked dwarf dick in my cake. I don't want naked dwarf (laughs) dick in my cake. <laughs> I don't know what you yeah, rhyme with naked that, dwarf dick. That's cake, not but. frosting. <laughs> <laughs> Wilma. <laughs> yeah, I would, Yeah, everyone's gonna have to dress in Flintstone attire at my wedding. They just gave me another great idea. I'm spitballing here, but these are all sounding like things that are gonna happen. You it, pop out of the cake. Yeah, and, the, and you then, pop out of the cake, but then you also somebody tosses you a mic as you pop out. So you got sparklers. You, yeah, you stick the sparklers in the cake. Yes. you grab the mic and then you start singing. You're just too good to be true. <laughs> Can't uh, and everyone's like, oh my god, this is the best wedding ever. Oh yeah. See, thank you for giving me that freedom. When my sister got married, um, her and her husband, my brother-in-law, who I both love extremely very much, they banned me from the microphone. They banned me. Because they knew that I would turn it into a roast. Um, they and did you? No, because I was banned. You like, couldn't even get on and make a speech. I tried to grab the microphone, and this is the sucky part about being a midget. Like my dad just held the mic like up over his head, like oh, doing that. Oh, you can't get it. You do. can't get it. And I'm like, Sorry, come on. Son. Nope, you ain't speaking at this wedding. Come on. This is all about my sister. I, I'm I'm a comedian and the baby in the family. I have to make this about me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So what? How did you get your um, congratulations across? Uh, I had to give him a, a silverware set or Tupperware. Or... Is that ever going to stop being awake? Oh, oh sorry, my stories of my sister's <laughs> hey, wedding man, are boring you, Adam boring Ray. The fuck out of me, yeah, dude. Fuck your family. <laughs> oh yeah, happiest day of your sister's life. Uh, ah, fuck it. Yo, no, yo, but when I'm, I, I would, I would, I would disown a friend if he gave me silverware. <laughs> Again, see, I'm going to be very unorthodox. Even with the wedding right. guests, I'm going to register at Discovery Zone. There you go. So you're going to have to give me... <laughs> give you a ball pit? A ball pit <laughs> or a tube slide. <laughs> you're going to have like six yeah. options. See, what... People are going to have to pool together because they'll be expensive. Tube slides aren't cheap. Sure. Where's the cool... Like, you never get the cool stuff. You always go to the wedding registry and it's always like, all right, we want this knife another, set. Oh, another blend. How many fucking microwave. blenders do you need? Yeah. Are, are you juicing in all rooms of the house? <laughs> this is a... <laughs> This is a garlic press. Go you, fuck yourself. Dude, you need a George Foreman grill, a toothbrush, and some condoms. Yeah. And that's it. And maybe a razor scooter. Well, obviously. Yeah. For things to get really freaky. But that, that that's it. So By the way, this is why we're still both single. <laughs> or well, this is why I'm single. Yeah, why well, you're single. Because I just named the four essentials to any good marriage. A razor <laughs> scooter, a toothbrush, condoms, and a George Foreman grill. We'll be right back with Adam's never getting married. Oh, my God. Well, after this podcast, I think my girlfriend's going to leave me. <laughs> just like, you are not doing cartwheels down the aisle. You fucking, hey, you know what I'm doing? Cartwheels down the aisle. If you can't do them at your wedding, we got to get you on the prices Right so you can do it down some aisle. Oh, wow. Do you ever think about your prices Right dance? My my prices. I'm probably you come on down dance because probably more probably more than the wedding. Yeah, because yeah, for sure. I would do double dicks. Double dicks. You know, what double dicks is where you uh, mime. Fam- you know when people mime like with their like. I thought double jerking dicks, off two dicks towards your yeah, face. I thought double dicks was a failed game show hosted by Mark Summers. It was. <laughs> Well, it was a spinoff of Double Dare. They go, what about Double Dicks? Uh, the Playboy Channel needs a game show, Mark. Uh, double Dicks. How Double about Dicks. that? Yeah, yeah. That just, works. See how many dicks a woman can take? All right. So, <laughs> so, you, so, so you, you mime jerking off two the, guys. Yeah, towards your face. Okay. As you're running down the aisle. Which is like. Which is a hilarious 
uh, wow. motion to do. See, I always thought that this was just raising your hands in the air and waving them like you just didn't care. No, 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 no. It's double dicks. Yeah, it's double dicks. Man. All right, so that's, so you're doing that that's because, gonna be our hashtag for the week. Yeah, hashtag double dicks. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> tweet us at hashtag double dicks. Uh, come on down. Hashtag prices right dance. And, uh, the, because guess what? Everyone, it's always Debbie Larson from Nebraska. Come on down. And she's usually pushing three bills. She's jiggling yeah. and bouncing all the way down. She's clapping a couple She's doing times. the same shit. By the way, it's always come on down. They're not going to tell you to go back to your seat. If you got picked, <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want. Right. That's part of getting picked. Yeah. When Charlie got the golden ticket, he could have, like, you know, he could have, you know, breakdanced into the factory with his pants off. Exactly. And Wonka would have been like, You got a you got a golden ticket. So yeah. like that's God, you God get to come, you're that. coming in you're regardless. Like, hey, Grandpa Joe's been in the bed for twenty years. Oh yeah. I can break I can break dance my pants up and move my pants off. Smelling like uh <laughs> what did we say the other day? He the um his uh, we said it was oh yeah, all four well I used to do that joke in my act about how Grandpa Joe Mm-hmm. was generous because he gave up his smoking habit to buy Charlie a couple Wonka bars. And I was like, right. Grandpa Joe, invest that money in a fucking mattress. <laughs> you are sleeping four 70-year-old people to one bed. Mm-hmm. The amount of urine that is being distributed through the f- sheets and onto the legs. And you know what? Side note, on top of that, how pissed off are you? Nice pun. Yeah. On top of that, how pissed off are you? If you're Charlie Bucket's parents, you're taking Grandpa Joe to the, oh, yeah. to the fucking factory, oh, yeah. not the woman who, you know, who fired slaved you over out. that. Yeah, yeah, who was making cabbage soup, cabbage every soup. night. She was like, "What's for dinner?" She's like, "Hot water and bread." Yeah, she would like steam a pot of water and was like, "Anyone want dessert?" That's how poor they were. Yeah, your 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 dad, who I think in the book, I don't, I don't know if they said this in the movie, but in the book, his job was to screw caps. On, he didn't have a dad in the on, movie. on the toothpastes. That was his job. That was his job. I think I'm Yo, pretty sure about that. And now it's machines that do that. Yeah. So yeah, your your dad. When did Willy Wonka take place? In Narnia? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the 30s. Yeah. Boy, and how poor were they? His last name is Bucket. His yeah, last exactly. name is the thing your whole family has to go to the bathroom <laughs> in. That's that's when you know you're poor. Jesus. That, yeah, that'll be the equivalent of your last you know, name today of, being bidet. You don't really. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see. My name is Lucas Bidet. <laughs> I am a French male model for Gap and Benini Republic. <laughs> Benini. Benini Republic. Dude, that's how... That type of story, though, the rags to riches, mm-hmm. you don't get to see too many like classic tales like that these days. Where, They're always I mean, good. A kid from nothing. Yeah. He, you know, he lived miles away from anything. Sure. The movie, if they really wanted to, they shortened that running scene when he ran from... From the store after he got the ticket, right, to home. right, right. He like they showed him. It was like a fucking epic journey. It was like the amount of time they took in Land Before Time when they showed that long montage <laughs> montage of them actually like taking the yeah. journey to the Great Valley. Like Charlie was running over hills and valleys, and then all of a sudden he ends up at this shack in the middle of fucking Boom City. And by the way, incredible cardio. Yeah, because he never slowed yeah, the down. Stamina on that kid. Oh my god, that's probably why Wonka dug him. Dana White's watching that, going, "Get him in the octagon. He's n- he's never gonna run out of gas, yeah, dude. We're good." He, um, yeah, that was amazing. He, Charlie Bucket sounds like a pro wrestler. Oh my God, it's Charlie Bucket. Stone Cold is looking out for Charlie Bucket. 
<laughs> yeah, I'd put money on Charlie Bucket. Chuck, Chuck Bucket. Chuck Bucket. All right. Chuck Bucket sounds like something you do at a frat house to get to get hazed. The Chuck Bucket? Yeah, you got to do the Chuck Bucket. You you want into Alpha Pi Omega? You got to go through the Chuck Bucket. Oh, man. You had, you had a tough time getting out that last Omega. Was that the frat that uh, gave you the red slip? <laughs> Maybe. Alpha Pi Omega fuckers. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you didn't Jeez. rush a frat, did you? No, I didn't. Cause, I'm sure you got uh, rushed. Uh, I didn't because when I was going to USC, and for those of you uh, who aren't familiar with uh, USC, we call it the row. It's where all the frat houses and sorority houses are, and uh, it's where all the parties take place. Uh, I didn't rush because uh, every frat house wants a midget at their party, which I which I quickly discovered. Yeah, well, every frat house wanted a dwarf. Sure. Every frat house needed a dwarf. <laughs> But we want a dwarf in our house. We need yeah, a dwarf in our that house. That meeting was being discussed uh, in, in every house. But here's the problem. How many dwarves were at USC while we were there? Uh, me and the teacher. There was a teacher that was a little person. There was a little person teacher? Yeah, and everyone thought he was my dad. Hilarious. <laughs> They're like, hey, man, your dad failed me. It's like, Hilarious. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> you could have been in our house, and that would have been great, because you could have been like... I mean, you could have been dressed up as a menorah or something for the <laughs> Jewish frat parties. Or I would have gone people as well. take. I would have gone as one of those curly sideburns. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, we... Um, that would have been my costume. Yeah. Official mascot of Hillel House. Or, or was it Hillel? The Hillel, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know, man. The, the, but our, our house got in trouble. The parties were amazing. Basketball players, yeah. football players would go there all the years. And then... And the house was just cool. It was apartment style. So you had, like, uh, the rooms up top and then the big quad in the middle. Sure. And then the mo- it looked like an old motel, but it was like you know nice. Mm-hmm. And because um, Jews, uh, Jews, they know they, dude, there were they guys in my house that like you know they were like yeah but you know one night they were like you should go get uh, I was like I need to print up some stuff my printer's broken he's like oh go to Eric's dad's store I was like what's his store Kinko's I go what he's like yeah he owns but all Eric's of them. last name is you know <laughs> it's not Eric Kinko's <laughs> and then I quickly realized. A, I'm stupid, and B, uh, why would your last name have to be the store that you have? Yeah, I mean... Like Dan Rite Aid. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, Bill Costco. <laughs> Fred yeah. Meyer, actually, is the only one I think that actually is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're not going to Stan have... Albertson's. Terry CVS Pharmacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ronald Bartell Drugs. <laughs> wow. Uh, Come specific with that one. Uh, Skip Walgreens. Skip Walgreens. Your parties were le- your were legendary. They were legendary, but then senior great. year they had a crossing the border theme party. Didn't let in a Mexican kid, not because he was Mexican, but because it was like over. It was over. Capacity. Oh yeah, sure. No, you no. You had a drunk bouncer that was like way too into the theme. He, he was wearing his aviator sunglasses, going, God, "We yeah. don't let your kind of people in here. You got you Jesus. come over here taking our jobs, taking our women. Didn't let them in, man. Our it, beca- shots. <laughs> it became national news attention. I think that year was the same year that that kid had sex with the girl on top of the uh, building. So that was like oh, a right. that was USC was, uh, that was had a big a, had a, a big banner time. year for You know what's funny uh, when we were in the frat I would do these um they would we would go to some of the sororities to ask them to do exchanges with us where it was like the frat and sorority get on a bus and they go have a big party exchange you yeah. you give them one of yours they send one of theirs right Oh god Bradley that's one exchanges right I got a lot to teach you about the frat system dude <laughs> No it's basically okay, they, you <laughs> Oh one day <laughs> Wait, what, my favorite Keanu line ever is from the movie Hardball, in which he pulled out a Hardball for oh, yeah. Keanu favorite. Where, where he would, you know, okay. where he coached. He he was, I think, an alcoholic, and then he coached the inner city 
t-ball team or something and he goes that, one of the most that, t- that old premise that old, <laughs> old premise i think that's what the, the storyline of Airbud 9 what was a heck movie yeah yeah he but he goes one of the toughest things in life to do is show up i'm blown away by your ability to show up and in my head i was like whoever that writer is go to his house Punch him in the face. Punch him in the face. Um, um, my favorite Keanu line. Jeez. It's hard not to pick Bill anything. and Ted. I mean, there's a lot of classics. It's hard not to pick anything from Point Break. Just, I am an FBI agent. That might be it. That was a good one. Uh, but he... Um, or it, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. But in this, uh, I would go to uh, the uh, sorority, and they would have me with my guitar make up a song to, the, to ask the sorority in front of all the girls. Oh, wow. And part of me was like, all right, this is cool. I'm going to look cool in front of all these girls. Yeah, I was a little nervous. Yeah, because nothing's cooler in college than they do their guitar. Yeah, and so... Playing Jack Johnson songs. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so I'm playing a little... Uh, I make up a little song to sing to the sorority. I make it all up. They just ask me and they're expecting me to be, to be great. And I do it to all the... Well, we go to like four houses that day. Mm-hmm. So I basically just do the same song and change the name of the sorority. Okay. I wish I fucking did. I, see, that's why YouTube and all that stuff would have been great or... Having the wherewithal to have some sort of recording device, so I do these songs. They're catchy. It's fun and upbeat. Mm-hmm. I got the guys to like sing background with me, and you know what's so funny is they'd have like one guy walk in and be like, "Hey, ladies, what's up? Uh, we hope you come to the fucking exchange with us." I'm really making a character out of these guys. Nobody, <laughs> nobody in my frat or any frat really talks like. Actually, that's not true. A lot that's of guys. That's not do. true. Yeah, I met a couple. Yeah, so he was like, "We're gonna, we love you guys to come on dance with us and go on the bus and drink." And Adam's gonna has a little song for you. And then I do it, and I did the whole song at three different stories. And the last one we did, I get to the part where I sing the name. So, you know, in the song, it would be like, in, you know, and blah, 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 we'd have a lot of fun. So, Kappa, will you go on a party with us? Or something sure. like that. Sure. So, when I'd get to that, so, blah, blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. when we were at, like, let's say it was Pi Fi, okay. was one of the sororities, I accidentally said Kappa. Uh oh. Which, you know, um, Oh well, that's but, the, that's the classic. Want to get away? Yeah, from, dude, from oh, Southwest yeah. commercial. Hello, dude. Cleveland. Yeah, Cle- Cleveland was lost night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what happened? So I go. Uh, so Kappa at Pi Fi, and there's just this collective gasp alo- amongst all the girls, and one of them goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I stop and I look over at my buddies, and, and, and like, and there's you know like sixty frat dudes in this like, yeah. corner of their their foyer of their house. Oh my god! And one of them looks at me and just goes, "Dude." What? I go, uh, and then I just go, I start to improvise. I go, just kidding. You guys are way cooler. So, and then I start singing about how, like, forget about what I just did. And it was like, oh, man. And, and they were, um, and then afterwards, I was like, anyway, sorry. Hope you guys are still down. And then we're leaving, and like a couple of them, like in my house, got genuinely pissed off at me. They're like, oh, sure. You fucked it up, dude. And I go, First of all, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, yeah. well, because when you're in college, that's like the most important thing. Of course, dude. That's, that's the yeah, most important thing yeah, in your and life. They, and they put it on me, and I go, you know what, dude? If they don't want to do something with us because of what just happened, right? No, nobody's writing them a song and performing it to them. Yeah. And if they are, it's going to be some guy who's actually really good at guitar, but he's singing like a really pretty song, <laughs> and it's not funny. Uh, it's s- probably Jack Johnson. <laughs> Soror- sorority Row. Now, the guys aren't allowed to go to the girls' houses. But I did. Yeah, you one get in time. trouble. So did I. Oh yeah, you did, you we did can't too. stay over past like ten o'clock. Yeah, uh, this one girl snuck me in one time, and she was absolutely <laughs> shit faced. And I remember. Well, you can sneak in a little bit easier. Yeah, I'm a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You th- I mean, yeah, you throw you throw me in a FedEx box. 
<laughs> just like that's how you deliver bread. That's hilarious. Yo, by the way, if you really wanted to, that would work. Probably. If so, if she if she had if you got in a box and got on the front steps and had her get like a dolly, and then she just like propped you up, the security my, guard. Would, my my parents sent me something. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even think. Why about does that it at smell like Skittles in there? <laughs> Sorry, I've been farting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so like she she we get we get up to her room and stuff happens and then uh she was she had fates and then she woke up and this is I I think I may have changed this woman's life like she may have cleaned up after this because she woke up not remembering what she did that night and and when you wake up in your sorority house and there's a naked midget next to you time to second guess you, you know you're, you're like oh man i gotta quit drinking yeah <laughs> that's gotta be one of the most terrifying things did she take pictures of you i don't know maybe well let's go to naked I- midget sorority <laughs> photo bomb secret photos brad backslash as we found out on the last podcast with uh, Steve-O, uh, I, I, I do have a sex tape out there. So who knows? I, I may have some pictures out there. Man. <laughs> I got to never do that again. <laughs> Can you imagine? I wonder. I mean, there. It would. Def- what if, what if you're, what if you like our, our girlfriends from like sixth grade? I'm not saying that that's when we lost our virginity, but I'm just saying. Jeez, like, you start, start him young, Adam well, Ray. I, I started at five. But, um, <laughs> no, that's not true. She was 42. <laughs> she was 42 <laughs> I was Morgan 5 Freeman. years old She was 42 Anytime I recount my sexual adventures I talk as Morgan Freeman <laughs> The first time I had sexual intercourse I was 5 <laughs> She was 49 there, Check there, that She was 99 <laughs> there, may, there, there may have been a Bonnie puppet involved A, I, a, bo- I, a Bonnie puppet or a Barney puppet? I was going I was, I was to say Barney But suddenly Morgan Freeman Came from Boston. There was a Barney puppet. It was a Barney, and when he parked the car, <laughs> wait, there was a Barney and a Barney. There was a Barney puppet and a Bonnie, uh, a Bonnie. Who's the a Bonnie Hunt puppet? <laughs> Bonnie Hunt. Good, good reference, yeah. my friend. Bonnie Hunt was in Jerry Maguire, and she had the short-lived show, The Bonnie Show, on ABC. That may be the first Bonnie Hunt reference on the About Last Night podcast. I mean, the first don't, Bonnie Hunt show reference. Don't hold us to years. it. But it, but it might be. If you're playing at home, drink six. <laughs> for, for a, damn it! I had Bonnie Hunt reference this week. <laughs> Son of a bitch! You know what? Our our listeners, you should create. I'm challenging you guys. Create what? You should create an about last night drinking game. That's not a bad idea. I think you should. Yeah, that's I, actually a good idea. I think our listeners should do that. With the amount of callbacks and and riffraff we come up yeah. with on a daily basis. Set, send it to us, and then uh, one day we'll we'll play it. We'll we'll play the about last night drinking game what, as what, what as we're doing entail? a podcast. Well, uh, if, if we have any sort of uh, isms that you guys have picked up on, that you could say, hey, when when we do something, like maybe if I say something really funny, when then Adam does his high pitched laugh, which uh, when Adam gets really excited, oh my god, he goes up here, and you you do do that. Uh, so maybe that, or maybe if we reference Ducktales, or uh, that, that happens a lot. Yeah, or any uh, if 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 Brad and Adam reference an '80s cartoon, uh, if Brad and Adam make up the premise of a of of a movie. Oh, dude, that happens every episode. Exactly. Someone create the uh, the uh, about last night drinking game for us. Tweet it to us. Uh, email us. You can go to aboutlastnightpodcast.com, and you can email us your drinking game ideas. Yeah. We should get Yeah, that's a great idea. And guess what? The best drinking game wins four round-trip tickets to Los Angeles to see Brad dance. <laughs> <What the> fuck, <laughs> really? <laughs> to see Brad dance on top of a roof of a Denny's. 
<laughs> to the song of your choice. <laughs> uh, it's probably it's probably gonna be there. No cats in America. You know what though? We should get a, all right. You know what though? We, there should be some sort of dance for a viewer. Uh, some sort of all right. The best like. If we can get 50 submissions for an about last night drinking game, mm-hmm. the best one mm-hmm. gets well, a gets a free Brad Williams dance to the song of their choice. Oh, and we will put it up on YouTube. No, we'll just send it to them. Oh, okay. We, we'll, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> and I'll throw in a... How uh, does that sound, huh? Yeah, and I'll throw, <laughs> I'll, I'll throw in one of my t-shirts or something. There you go. Uh, but yeah, we will do that. So there you go, about last night, listeners. Think of a drinking game that we could play. We'll, if we like it, we'll announce the rules. Hell, we'll play it. On air, yep, yeah, and Hasn't uh, stopped us before, booze, yeah, and yeah, and get shit faced. Uh, <laughs> speaking of rules, speaking of rules, are we gonna play a game? We're gonna play a game because we have not played. What will Adam believe? Oh man, in, in a, a while. long time, yeah, we've had guests, and uh, they didn't know the you know we want to we want to interact with the guests and not pull focus away from them. So uh, now now we have a little time to ourselves, Mr. Adam, Mr. Adam Ray. Let's sure. do a little. Uh, what would Adam sure. believe? You got any theme music? I don't. I think I should just play. Uh, any real McCoy? Yeah, up? any real McCoy again? Or Hulk Hogan? Jesus, <laughs> you're in a fucking Hulk, man. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Adam Ray believes everything you hear. That's where the power lies, brother. <laughs> All right. That's gonna be our theme music for this time. But this, the for those of you who are unfamiliar with this game, what would Adam believe? Uh, this stems from the fact that uh, a when Adam's parents got divorced, a kid on the playground came up to Adam and said, "Hey, Adam, your parents got back together." Oh God! And Adam believed it. <laughs> so uh, good job there, buddy. So yeah, well, uh, you know what? The kid was convincing. Yeah, he, he kid. Well, who am I kidding? It was a teacher. <laughs> it was the principal. They're like, "Yeah, you fat little shit." <laughs> So here's what we do is we I read off three facts. One is true, two are false. Adam has to pick which fact is indeed true. These aren't easy by the way. I remember one time I think I picked one where you uh said a alligators think African Americans taste better than white people. <laughs> and and you're like, "Yeah, that's the fact." Jesus. That's the one I believe. You you yes, you, <laughs> yes you did that. So play along at home. These are three facts, two false, one real. First, according to Amazon.com, this year's most popular Halloween costume is the Duck Dynasty guys. Oh, okay. That's fact number one. That's the biggest one? That's the most popular Halloween costume this year. Okay. Number two, an Ohio judge tells a man to his face and pronounces him legally dead. Okay. Even though he's alive. Okay. Number three. Major League Baseball superfan has caught a home run ball in the last five NLCS. Go Dyers. <laughs> okay. So, going through again. According to Amazon.com, this year's most popular Halloween costume is the Duck Dynasty guys. Number two. An Ohio judge tells an alive man that he is legally dead. And number three, an MLB superfan has caught a home run ball in the last five NLCS. Which one is the true fact, Adam Ray? This all sounds pretty good, man. Um, I make them good, bro. But you can't tell somebody you're dead if you're not dead. True. Is it? I don't know. 
<laughs> See, this is what you do. You always you always fish for answers, and I have to avoid giving you Stepping hints. into the truth. Yeah. Um, well, Duck Dynasty, that, that, I believe that. I, I definitely believe that, actually. Okay. You can go with the Duck Dynasty, or you're going to mull it over a couple more for a, in a minute or so. Um... Most popular Halloween costume, Duck Dynasty. Oh, no, I think the most popular Halloween costume is going to be uh, um, this year. It's going to be somebody from the government. <laughs> Dick Cheney. That's right. This year's most popular Halloween costume, Slutty Dick Cheney. Slutty Dick Cheney. <laughs> oh, God. Slutty Splinter. <laughs> um, oh. <sighs> <laughs> what would slutty Jesus. what would slutty splinter sound apparently like? Apparently, just come in his pants like you just did. <laughs> oh. That's also him checking his email and seeing that he overdrew his account, which is what I do in my act. Um, I guess it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Duck Dynasty. No, I mean I, that could be number one, but yeah, Slutty Dick Cheney could be an option. I also feel like. Somebody could go as Beverly D'Angelo from Chevy Chase movies. Yeah, obviously. That's hot right now. <laughs> that's never been not hot. Um, <laughs> that's not... That could be the fact. But then the um, the other one, the guy... I don't believe the guy told somebody he was dead. That just sounds too crazy. Okay. What was the last one? MLB Superfan has got a home run ball in the last five NLCS. Games? Series? Uh, years. So, like... Five years in a row, he has been to an he has been to an NLCS and caught a ball. Not not games in a row, like series. It's the last five years. You seem pretty confident with those facts. I am pretty confident with these facts. <laughs> you you get a glowing, whimsical. Like, I just love I I I just love watching the gears turn in your head, my friend. <laughs> Amazon.com. Ohio judge tells man he is legally dead, and MLB Superman has got a home run. Home run ball in the last five in NLCS. Adam Ray, what is your answer? What is the true fact? The true fact is the uh, Duck Dynasty is the most popular costume. In the words of the great Willy Wonka. You are wrong, <laughs> sir! You get nothing! This is the fucking fourth time you've <laughs> quoted Willy Wonka to tell me that I lost. But it's, it's super be- appropriate. Yeah, it's the, be- it's the best you way ever to do it. You lose! Good day, sir! God. That is not a true fact. Actually, according to Amazon.com, this year's most popular Halloween costume is Miley Cyrus. Jesus. That makes sense. From the v, from the VMA from the, performance. Wow. So from they the got wrecking the, ball performance. But. Well, that's just being naked. Wow. <laughs> being yeah. a ball. So it's not too much of a costume. Yeah, yeah. Which, which just gave me a great idea. Yeah, dude, I mean, you should... You should be. I don't know what your costume is going to be, but you should be twerking. <laughs> in the, maybe maybe twerkle me Elmo. Twerkle me Elmo. You in an wow. Elmo suit twerking? I think I think I might do the Miley Cyrus thing and then just have my iPod with me, just playing. I came in like a wrecking ball. Dude, I think you should. I think I should too. So that is not the true fact. Also, not the true fact. MLB Superfan has caught a home run ball in the last five NLCS. At, at the court, at the time of this podcast being recording, I just saw the Dodgers uh, win game five of the NLCS, so uh, that's why I put that in there. That is not true. The true fact is, and I'm pulling up the story now, an Ohio judge told a, told a man even though he's standing right in front of him, that he is legally dead. Wow. Where did you read that? Uh, we, uh, ABCnews.com, my friend. Jesus. Here's the, here's the story from ABCnews.com. Here's what happened. A guy, a man, disappeared in 1986. He disappeared to avoid paying child support. 
and he didn't show up anywhere. I heard a woman do that a while ago, and she just turned up in her family like 12 years ago. Oh. Or 12 years. Well, right. th- this guy came back because after being gone for so long, the court said, hey, you're legally dead. This guy's dead because he wasn't anywhere. Sure. No, one, no one could find him. So he gets back because he wants to apply to get a driver's license and reinstate his social security number. But the judge looks at him and says, hey, uh, if, if, you're, if you're alive, you're – your ex-wife has to repay all this money for social security benefits, and I don't want her to do that, so fuck it. You're still dead. What? And he tells the guy, you're dead, so he doesn't exist. What? <laughs> that might be the craziest story I've ever heard. He's alive, but according to this judge, he is still dead. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still stuck on this Miley Cyrus wrecking ball costume that I'm going to have to pull off. Yeah, is that actually going to be your costume? We haven't talked about that at all. I don't know. I was going to go for Pillsbury, Pillsbury Doughboy, but now I think I might have to go with Miley Cyrus on a wrecking ball. Dude, why can't you combine them? <laughs> well, they're both wearing white tank tops and white undies. I mean... <laughs> as long as I follow the advice of... Uh, why don't you be Pillsbury Doughboy on a wrecking ball? Pillsbury Doughboy on a wrecking ball. Twerking Pillsbury Doughboy? And... So, so it's like a remix? Like, I came in like a wrecking ball... There it is. There he is. Your, twer- nice. your twerking makes perfectly warm <laughs> crescent rolls. <laughs> That's what your whole thing is, too. I, 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 I like that. And I'll just use my ass to knock crescent rolls into people's hands. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to come up with another idea, you should probably stop your brain from doing that. That's the best one so far. And my costume is going to be... Well, I have a Do couple you know options. Yet? Yeah. I'm either going as you. Wow. I would love to see that costume. Yeah. Um, but I'd have to do the whole, like, where, you know, you put your knees in your shoes. Right, right, right. And then just get comfortable with that. And then you have to be surrounded by bitches. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. Not women, female dogs. Yeah, obviously. Just a gaggle yeah. of dogs. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And then um, I'm either looking at the Brad Williams costume mm-hmm. or the... Um, I would go as I would go as Adam Ray, but I can't find any pairs of purple pants. Wow, you know I lost those purple pants. You lost your purple pants. Yeah, I don't know. That's one of the things about traveling, man. That's really starting to take its toll. Is me not uh, knowing where some of my articles of clothing end up, like purple pants. <laughs> I'll take stuff out and it'll get. That was God, my friend. I don't care if you. I don't care if you believe in a higher power or not. That w- that was God. Wait, saying, you're saying God took my purple pants? God took your purple pants. He said enough. He said subconsciously. He was like, you know what, man? I'm going to help you out here. (laughs) You've been been struggling, and I think I know why. (laughs) No, I think my costume, you know, I think I'll go as um, LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow (laughs) to bring it back. Please. If he's going to be, you know, the responsible for my wedding vows, it's only natural that. As you do. Years prior, I I dress up as him. Please go. I need a bunch of kids around me, though, to go. Don't take my word for it. I'll be like, shut up. Get in the van. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to be weird when a guy, when a white Jew shows up in blackface wearing a Reading Rainbow t-shirt with 10 kids around him and he says, don't take my word for it. Yeah, that's not going to be weird at all. You're not going to get the cops called on you. Yeah, yeah. Wait, are you going to go as slutty LeVar Burton? Like there a little like, re- Reading Rainbow half top? Oh my God. Maybe doing that? Little, I am. I am ba- curious. baby tee? For sure. I am curious to see the amount of um, slutty outfits that kids come out. And I'm, I'm curious at what age is going to be too young for kids to go as Miley Cyrus. Because if my nieces who are four right. dress up and start twerking, which, by the way, 
they can't twerk because at four you got nothing to shake around. Yeah. Nothing's bouncing, so it's just gonna look like they have to go to the bathroom really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like a little pee dance. It's gonna be yeah, a little pee dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I if you got I if know. you got costume ideas for me about last night fans, please tweet them at me. Sure. Hashtag uh, Halloween idea. Yeah. Because, you know, I did post a picture on my Instagram of me as a, a bird. I don't know if you saw that. I did. Yeah, that was uh, second grade. My that was mom, second grade. She found this bird outfit. I didn't know what to go as, and she found a bird. I wasn't a, I wasn't a bird from anything. I wasn't Tweety Bird. I wasn't Big Bird. Mm-hmm. I was just a fucking purple bird with yellow, red, and orange feathers and a beak. Everybody else was football players, as you see in that right. photo, cowboys, ninjas. I'm at a recess. Kids are like trying, you know, playing pretend, and they're like, "Hey, it's Cowboys versus Indians." I'm like, "What about me?" They're like, "You can go sit in that tree and be lookout." <laughs> <laughs> now, is this a homemade I, costume or like a store bought? She store bought it, but she like made some oh. snippets on some parts. And I've she seen... circumcised me. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a home the home the, the bird, home kit. The bird had a bris. Uh, the bird had a bris. A one act by Brad Williams. <laughs> <laughs> so when they when you did that. Because uh, I saw, I saw teased the, and teased, and we I had to saw parade. the picture. Yeah, and we had to because parade it covered through. your face. Yeah, and we had to parade. That was one thing. And I was also a fat kid in a bird suit. Uh, it was a. By the a, way, why do they make kids do that? Why do they make kids parade do, through do, the classrooms? We had to yes, do that because they do the Halloween costume parade. All you do when you're a kid that's like you're on display, seven years old to lower your confidence, eight years old. You, you just find out it's a self esteem stripper. Yeah, a self esteem stripper. <laughs> Wow, that's, no, kind, that's of an a, yeah, it's kind of an oxymoron. Yeah, it's kind of an oxymoron. I mean, it's it's a it's it. it you, we parade through the fifth and sixth grade classes, which were the kings of the school because the school went to sixth grade. Sure, I'm in second grade, and all these kids are just who I have to you know I live next door to or I'm on the bus with, and they're just, mm-hmm. they're all look like we just had to walk through so they could look at because they weren't dressing up because I think if, by fifth and sixth grade they thought they were too cool, right? Yeah, and but- so I'm walking through just hearing giggles and points. <laughs> it's like you don't think I get that in my normal hammer pants and mesh jerseys. <laughs> Like, I'm already getting the points and the giggles. My normal everyday costume, people think I'm Right Said Fred singing I'm Too Sexy. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. I'm the mini fat version of Right Said Fred. <laughs> Which, by the way, throw that in your mini, uh, your mini, mini fuck list. Your mini I, I celebrity uh, musician. I can do that. Uh, now, c- yeah, because like, when they do the parade of the costumes, all that does is say uh, whose parents loved them and whose parents did not love them. Yeah. You, because you see some kids come in with like just a plastic sword and be like i'm he-man you're like you just have the sword <laughs> you you but dude, that's but dude some of the kids can't afford the whole he-man outfit i know so you put it so you make some furry underwear yourself yeah or you just wear underwear yeah like dude how awesome would that be if a kid just shows up with underwear and a sword he's like i'm he-man <laughs> what are you gonna do tell him not to like and then like Three teachers are like, uh, I, I cannot legally look at this. Yeah, yeah. And the mom, literally, what happened is she had to work late. She couldn't do laundry. She's like, just go as He-Man. Mom, it's January. Just, just say you're He-Man again. Uh, oh, that's sad. My that's big, the real-life Charlie Bucket. My biggest the kid, hit. A kid who's forced to go as He-Man every day. That's <laughs> a rags-to-riches story I'd see. And then guess what? What's that? He grows up and becomes like a real-life He-Man, like a vigilante. Ooh. Look at that. Hey, if you're playing at home, drink six for the other... for. <laughs> From from he no to he, wait from he from he he boy from he boy to he man yeah he started off as a he boy wait maybe it's Hebrew he man and he's a Jewish the kid. Hebrew he man <laughs> I have the power or maybe I don't I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the power is in you on Shabbat 
I have the power to defeat Skeletor. It's Saturday. Well, maybe not today. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe next week. Yeah. Maybe next week. Yeah, yeah. Some time. We yeah. He's covered in meat. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Adam. Uh, we have guests, and that and that's always fun. Yeah. But it is nice every now and then to have just these podcasts with just me and my buddy. Fuck yeah, dude. And to hang out. And to talk about He-Man movies <laughs> and discuss fucked up Halloween costumes and and banging members of Mini Kiss. What a great time, man. As as we do. What a great time. Uh, you can find me, bradwilliamscomedy.com, at funnybrad, and follow me on Twitter. And rate and subscribe to the podcast, aboutlastnight.com. All the episodes are streaming on there, and uh, we got our email on there. Hit us up. Subscribe on iTunes. Rate it. Give us five stars if you want. Do it. That's not too many, huh? Oh, it's just five, and... Uh, th- and thank you for continuously coming up to us at the shows and telling us that you listen. Thank you for telling your friends up to listen to this podcast. We do appreciate that. We know you have a lot of podcasts out there. We appreciate your business, everybody. Get your pets spayed and neutered. <laughs> no, but you know, it, it's true. There are a lot of podcasts, and we feel fortunate that we've got a, um, a strong following. And, you know, come up with those drinking game rules and shoot them over to us because the winner yeah. is going to get comedy tickets, Brad T-shirts, Adam signed DVD copy, maybe. All right. Of the Heat. There you go. And Uh, then uh, I'll dance to a song of your choice. Yeah. Hell yeah. And we we will send that to you. So come up with the About Last Night drinking game. Send it to our email at uh, aboutlastnightpodcast.com. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. All my tour dates, uh, adamraytv.com. Can't wait to read your guys' drinking games. Thanks for listening to the podcast. On behalf of Adam Ray, I am Brad Williams. Please try to remember our names in the morning. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger. Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.